Hello, hello, and welcome to The Mental Matchup, a podcast where we hope to shed light on one of the hardest competitions an athlete will ever face, the matchup against their own mind. I'm Kat, and today I sit down with Lexi Guerin. Lexi is a current D1 lacrosse player at Arizona State University. During the episode, Lexi talks about her experience with moving around 11 times growing up, how her family has served as her biggest support system, and finding an outlet through the sport of lacrosse. She also touches on the importance of being kind. I'm so excited for you to hear this episode with Lexi, so let's just get right into it. Lexi, thank you so much for coming on to the Mental Matchup. I am beyond excited to have you on. Um, there's, I feel like there's so much to talk about, but to kind of to kind of dip our toes in the water, can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, where you are, and what you do? Yes. So my name is Lexi Guerin. I am a sophomore um, lacrosse player at Arizona State University. Um, I am a major in interdisciplinary studies and have a minor in graphic design. And um, when I'm not in Arizona, I'm usually in Minnesota with my family. Um, I have three siblings, two sisters and a brother, and then my parents. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it about me. (laughs) I love it. Um, Minnesota. I, I have a few friends who play lacrosse with me from Minnesota, but very few. Can you kind of talk about, uh, give the audience a little bit of insight into like your childhood in terms of kind of growing up? Where did you mainly grow up? And then how did you find the sport of lacrosse? Yeah. So I actually did not grow up in one place. Um, My dad was a professional hockey player. Um, He played in the NHL for 18 years and he currently is the general manager of the Minnesota wild. Um, my mom had all four of her kids in different places. So I was born in Dallas, Texas, um, was there for four years. Then we moved to St. Louis briefly. Then we were in San Jose briefly. Um, then after San Jose, we moved to Long Island where I spent um, two years. Then I moved to Pittsburgh for one year. Then I moved back to Long Island for two years then I moved back to Pittsburgh and now I'm in Minnesota and doing school in Arizona. So I kind of moved all over the place with my family for my dad's job. Um, I was honestly really fortunate to get to experience that because I have friends in all different places. Um, I went to high school. um, I did two years in Pittsburgh and I also did two years at a boarding school in Connecticut. Um, I started to really get into lacrosse, um, Well, I played, I started playing in Long Island because my sisters both played and I feel like it's in everyone's DNA in Long Island to play lacrosse. So I started there and then um, I actually really did not like it. Um, So I took a little bit of time off. And then when I moved back to Pittsburgh, um, the second time all my friends were playing. So I didn't want to be left out on weekends and stuff. So I decided to play again. And then And I realized I did actually love the sport. And yeah, that's kind of when everything started taking off and I started to play club. And yeah. That is 
I don't know what like a unique I guess like growing up um I I was like born and born and raised I I moved to like a house when I was five and I spent all my childhood there so when I say like I went to high school with the same kids I went to elementary school like that to me is so crazy to wrap my head around just like the lifting and shifting and Mm -hmm. having four of you and your parents just like adapting um I I like love that lacrosse though it was like kind of like the Long Island thing because I also feel like like yeah Long Island just like breeds lacrosse players um so to kind of like backtrack a little bit when would you say you kind of dialed in on the sport and were there any other sports that you were playing um so when I lived in Long Island so um starting kind of like second grade I was playing on like a travel soccer team and we were a group of like completely like random girls like there was truly like nothing special about us except for the fact that like we just had fun and like we won like we were so good and like for no reason like we were not the best at skills and um all that like footwork anything but we just had fun and we were good um and then I think the reason I didn't love lacrosse at first was because I loved that team so much and then I moved back to Pittsburgh and I really didn't like the travel team I was playing for then um so I decided to quit travel soccer and just do travel lacrosse um both of my sisters played college lacrosse at Lafayette in Easton Pennsylvania um, so I had a bunch of help from them. Um, and my dad and mom both played lacrosse in high school. And so kind of like my brother also played lacrosse, but he's mostly a hockey player like my dad. So my whole family played and it was just kind of like fun to like mess around with my siblings with it. Um, getting to watch my sisters play was really cool. And I like really looked up to them because I mean, they're your big sisters and they're playing lacrosse and college like not much gets cooler than that so I kind of really started to like dial into the sport and I'd say like fifth grade but I've been playing since I was in kindergarten yes like very early um that's really cool to I don't know I my sister also plays lacrosse and I feel like that's like another connection point that we have um so I love hearing that what Kind of switching a little bit of our gears here, what were, were there any conversations around mental health in your house, in your community at all growing up? Like, what did that look like? Um, I come from a very supportive household. Um, so actually, um, my parents always would tell us, like, there is nothing we could do that wouldn't make them love us. They would love us no matter what. Um, and they always told us we could come to them with absolutely anything and just that they were there for us and like had the support for us. So just knowing like I had a support system um, was awesome. Like I never once in my life felt that my parents weren't going to be there for me. Um, you know, like they were just like, they were always there and they always made sure we knew that they were there for us. Um, my siblings are the same way. They always had my back. Um, and I know that's not necessarily like something like considered mental health, but like, it's like the support system that was built upon, 
um, being a part of my family, just probably because we've moved so much, like we didn't get the time to like, excuse me, like grow super close to people. Um, So like my best friends were my siblings and I spent a lot of time with them and my parents. So I think we just talked a lot about supporting one another and that made me feel um, better about myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think, I think a lot of like the support system comes from like who you're around the most, if that kind of makes sense. So like, it's, it's great to hear that. I don't know, like your, your family was so tight knit and kind of had each other's backs. Cause I think it, it could, it could always go another way. Right. Like, yeah. um, so that's really cool to hear. Um, all right. So let's, let's get into more of the, and like, if you could also put some locations on these things to help my mind yeah. tracking, but so I know you mentioned you went to boarding school for two years. Like what, what was your high school experience like and where did sport and lacrosse like play a role? Um, high school, the first two years of high school were honestly, I say two of the hardest years of my life. Um, my freshman year, I, um, had some run-ins with some girls who were not kind to me and kind of like made sure my life was hard. Um, I left school for a couple months and my school did not support me. My only support system was my family. Um, they told me they were going to like help me with things and they really didn't. So my freshman year, I just decided I needed to leave and focus on myself. I started seeing a therapist um, who was great. This is in Pittsburgh, by the way, Um, this (laughs) freshman and sophomore year. Um, And it was just really tough. I like, I felt very alone, even though I had my parents, Um, all of my friends kind of left me. Um, except for these two girls who are amazing, but I just, I didn't have a great time at my my first school, which is when I decided like it was time to uh, transfer. It was, it was time for me to leave. But the reason I didn't leave my first high school until my junior year was because I did a semester abroad sophomore year of high school in the fall. And when I came back from that, I had hoped something would have changed from my first high school and uh, nothing did. So I kind of pulled the trigger and my brother had gone to boarding school and he had absolutely loved it. So I was like, you know, I think this might be good. Like I got to visit him. I got to see what he experienced. Um, And then eventually I fell in love with uh, the high school I chose, which is the Westminster School in Connecticut. And honestly, I had a really great time there. Like I felt so supported um, by my teachers, friends, coaches. And that kind of brings me to like my next point that like lacrosse was the only outlet like I felt I really had at times, Um, even though like there were times where I really couldn't bring myself to get out of bed and go play or I didn't want to go to practice and I didn't want to see people. I still did because it was a sport I loved and like it really just brought me like joy like it was the one time I was able to just focus on my own game and my own self rather than all the drama that had been going on around me 
So I did find lacrosse to be a healthy outlet for me. And I mean, exercise is obviously great for the mind. So that was just a bonus and it got me out of bed. I wasn't really doing anything except for lacrosse at that time. Um, I, that's awesome that it like served as kind of that safe place, that outlet for you. I will say like to your first two years of high school and somewhat like that junior year before you decided to transfer high school is so hard. Like I, I don't think like people give high school or even college like enough credit. Like, yeah, I think when I look back, a lot of the first memories that pop up into my mind are like the fun times, Yeah, but there are a lot of like, you put a lot of people in one pot and everyone's going through so many different things and like you're young and you can't like, I'm still working on regulating my emotions, right? Like imagine yeah. like a bunch of like 13, 14, 15, like you throw in boys, you throw in puberty, you throw in school, you throw in sports, like high school is so hard. And I like, don't, think that I was like told that enough where I kind of went in with like these rose colored glasses was like oh this is gonna be so cool like I get to be in school with like 17 year olds and I like will get to play sports and and like that some of that was true but a lot of it was like so much learning um looking back knowing what you kind of know now like is there any piece of advice you would give your younger self or maybe someone who might be in a similar position that you were in as a freshman or sophomore? Um, to my freshman and sophomore yourself, um, just because I was struggling with like some pretty mean people, I tell myself like, it's okay to fight back. Like you don't have to stoop down to their level. Like I'm glad I took the time away from school that I needed to, but I also wanted to tell myself you you don't need to run away. Like no part of what people say about you is true if it's in a mean manner. Like you just need to like listen to yourself and listen to those people around you that care for you and like if someone says something mean to you, like it's okay to shrug it off, but it's also okay to like take the hit sometimes. So I'd probably just tell myself like it's okay to fight back, but it's also okay to do what you need to do. Like take the time for yourself, get better, recover mentally, and then just go back even stronger. Yeah. I think a lot of times, and I wish I still struggle with this. Um, but I think a lot of times, like when people say mean things, it's often more of a reflection of them than it is of 100%. like you. I think there's always a kind way to say something like if you know say you did something that upset someone like there's a kind way to say hey that hurt my feelings versus the like unkind mean way and those like hits for anyone listening like those hits like last like I remember things that I've said that I wish I could take back and I also remember things that people have said um and I think like words can really really hurt but I love that piece of advice of like sometimes it's okay like it's totally okay to stand up and and not stoop but like stand up and hold your ground and know like who you are what you believe in and who you are trying to define yourself to be and there's also times you know where you can just be like all right that says more about you than it does on me and like 
that's that. It doesn't mean it's not going to hurt or sting, but I think like it makes things a little bit more digestible. I agree 100%. Um, okay. So you get to Westminster. What's like, and I love how you talk about your experience there. Like, I think that's incredible that you felt so empowered and supported and you kind of found that, that place. What, what was your path like to play collegiate division one lacrosse once you got to school? Like once I got to boarding school? Yeah. Like once you like, yeah, I guess like even, you know, in Pittsburgh, were you thinking about playing lacrosse or was it when you got to boarding school, it kind of got more serious? Um, I, so when my oldest sister went to college, I believe I was still in like middle school and then her and my second sister started playing together. Um, and I think once my first sister committed, I was just like, yeah, that's, that's really cool. Like like, she's sick. Like, I think I want to do that. And I played for a pretty small club team. I played for Pittsburgh premier, um, And I had been playing, I played for that that club team from fourth grade until I graduated high school. Um, They've been a huge part of my life. And both my sisters also played for them. And I was like, it's really cool. Like, I just really looked up to the fact that they were able to like push through that. So I think in middle school is when I really decided, like, I want to continue to play the sport throughout my college career. Um, So at my first high school, I was on varsity. Um, My grade was really good at lacrosse. um, So we were a pretty good team. And then when I decided to switch to Westminster, um, part of my process of changing schools and like looking into boarding schools was um, I spoke to all the coaches um, before. Um, They had seen my film. We had talked about like what they needed and um, a big part of why I decided um on Westy was because of the coach um and then when I got there junior year unfortunately COVID hit in the middle of my year so I didn't have a season then and then my senior season or my senior year we were able to um it's kind of funny I actually uh we were considered playing AP lacrosse so like if you played the sport out of regular season so I played lacrosse in the fall um along with soccer um, I was considered being AP lacrosse. Um, so I played all throughout the fall and the winter. And then um, actually in the spring, I got COVID and um, I decided not to go back to school just again for some personal reasons. So I actually never played lacrosse for my boarding school, but um, or I never played a game for my boarding school. But um, I do think that practicing with those girls from that school and also um, having the support for my coaches, both club and my high school coaches, um, I was able to really see that, like, I was good enough to play in college. And, like, I just had to want it. And there were times where I questioned how badly I wanted it. And then when COVID hit and I wasn't really able to play, I was like, damn, I really love this sport. And, like, I'm not ready to give it up after my senior year. So, Again, that's just kind of like when I really decided. So middle school is when I first started thinking about it. And then I'd say freshman, sophomore year, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm going to play in college. 
That's awesome. Um, what, what was your recruiting process like? Oh, my recruiting process was actually kind of miserable. Like everyone else's. <laughs> I don't think anyone had a good recruiting process, to be honest. No, I feel like that's what everyone says. They're like, uh, it was so stressful. It was this, it was that. It's like, yeah. there's like maybe like one or two people that are like, oh, it was actually really good. Like I committed to the first school I went to and I'm like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I first started looking at schools, we didn't have the new recruiting rule. So I started emailing coaches. I think I was in like seventh grade and like, that so was like crazy. normal at the time, which is so weird to think back. I mean- my one sister committed as a sophomore, which is insane. Um, but I started emailing them probably actually probably like sixth, seventh grade around there. Um, and the first school that reached out to me, um, I really liked. I went and I visited and then um, the recruiting rules changed. So kind of have to cut all contact. So you dedicate your life to lacrosse. All your summers are camp after camp clinic tournament everything like you are just like eat sleep breathe lacrosse mm -hmm. but you can't hear back from any of these coaches so you're just like why am I doing this like you don't really know so finally um junior year I go back to the school that first emailed me and things went great um and then after I had a visit with them they told me that they weren't gonna um they weren't gonna commit me and that was December of my junior year. And I thought it was over after that. I was like, I'm like falling behind. Like everyone's committing. Like you follow like all these recruitment things and you just see like all these girls and you're just like, wow, like why am I so behind? And then um, I started doing more camps, like kind of just traveling when I had weekends off at my boarding school and then COVID hit and I wasn't talking to any coaches. I was literally, I felt like I was in a drought, like hadn't heard from anyone. Um, no one was answering me. And then I was sitting in my living room one day and my dad came out and he had gotten a call from, there's a, there's a referee in the NHL and his name is Wes McCauley and his niece, uh, Zoe plays on my team. And so Wes had called my dad and was like, Hey, like has Lexi considered Arizona state? Um, the current head coach, like, heard she's still looking for somewhere to go and, like, would love for her to reach out. So I was like, I haven't really looked into it. So I decided to, you know, like, sit down, do some research. I did an online tour. Um, I emailed him. It was uh, Tim McCormick at the time. So I emailed Tim. He got back to me within a couple of hours, and we set up a call. And then from there, like, it was just, like, I sent him videos of me doing, like, footwork and stick work and shooting, like, by myself, because that's, like, what girls had to do, and then August, um, August 2020, so going into my senior year, um, our last step was I just had to see the campus, but I wasn't allowed to meet with him because of COVID, mm. so, uh, my mom took me down to campus, we toured it, and I absolutely loved it, and I think, like, a week later, he called me, and he offered me, so I decided to commit, but recruiting is hard, it's really stressful, like, it makes you feel, like, really, like, good about yourself at times, and, like, really bad, and, like, you just gotta, like, I mean, I don't know how your recruiting process was, but it's just, it's tough, like, you gotta push through it, because, like, the end goal is always so worth it, yeah, mine was mine was like on 
I don't know if unsuccessful was, is the right terminology because I ended <laughs> up like exactly where I needed to be. But none of the schools that were interested in me, I felt like were the caliber of academics I wanted. And so yeah. I ended up um, being a, like a recruiting recruited walk on um, because That's, ultimately I think what I'm technically considered too. Yeah. And it was honestly like I, I say this all the time, but or not all the time, but I kind of took it for granted a little bit in undergrad, but I think by like junior year, I like realized because I didn't have any kind of scholarship, like every day it was my choice to show up. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of told myself like in some of my tougher times when it was hard was like, I like obviously love this team and everything, but like, I don't have like this obligation of if I walk away, like life is going to drastically change financially or anything like that. Like I kind of had that mindset of like, okay, this is my decision. And this is obviously something I want if I'm going to continue showing up. And if it is something I want that I need to put effort and energy behind it or else like, what am I really doing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it feels like, yeah, I, I agree though. Anyone listening who's like going through the recruiting process, like it's hard. You see, like I played with a lot of talented girls and I just like, I felt like it was constant, like commit, commit, like Stanford, UVA, Notre Dame, like yep. all these big time schools. And I was just like, oh, I'm not good enough or oh, I'm this. And I started to like tell myself different narratives that weren't necessarily like true. Um, it just like wasn't my time or like wasn't the way I was supposed to go about it. And now looking back, that's like so blatantly obvious, but in that, you know, it's like hard when you're 16, 17 years old and you're just like, why is this happening? We're going to take a quick break and we'll get back to Lexi in a moment. I'd like to take a second to talk about Morgan's message, without whom this podcast would not be possible. Morgan's message was founded in 2019 to honor Morgan Rogers. Our mission is simple. Amplify stories, resources, and expertise to strengthen student-athlete mental health, building a community by and for athletes through peer-to-peer conversations and providing a platform for advocacy. If you'd like to get involved or find out more, you can head to morgansmessage.org or follow along on Instagram. With that, let's get back to Lexi. What, what, I guess, like, because I... I'd love to get a little bit into like college, but like what else, I guess in high school, I know you took some time off and, and all that, but was there anything else like mental health wise that you kind of experienced or struggled with? Like in high school or college or both? In high school. And then we'll move, we'll move on to, to college. Um, Honestly, I'd say my freshman year was really hard. Like I said, I left school for about like three or four months. Um, it was just mainly like my, both my sisters were in college. My brother was at boarding school. My dad traveled a lot for his job. So it was mostly me and my mom. Um, and we, me and my, my mom and I kind of laughed. Cause like, you know, most teenagers go through like an awkward phase where like they fight with their mom or like they bicker. And like, 
I didn't have time to go through that because like my mom was like my best friend like there'd be like Friday nights and like she'd be like do you want to go hang out with friends I was like no like I, th- I think I'll stay in with you watch a movie <laughs> and like I did everything with her at that time but um my I, my senior year of high school wasn't easy either um with COVID um I was uh if you were like deemed a close contact you kind of had to leave school for a little bit um to like quarantine and so I left and I got multiple tests they were all negative and then my school told me I was allowed to come back and by the time I came back my last test was positive so I had to leave school again you know that just causes drama because everyone was still so freaked out Mm -hmm. about COVID so freaked Um, out yeah which is kind of why I decided I mean, like, the school year was basically over. I was just like, there's no point in me coming back um, just for, like, the people to be mad at me. So I decided to stay um, home. And that was really tough, too, because, like, you're missing out on your senior year. Um, none of my none of my high school years were traditional. I mean, <laughs> like, I said, freshman year, I was gone. Sophomore year, I did a semester abroad. Junior year, COVID hit. And then senior year, I didn't really finish out the year in person like I was a virtual student so definitely did not have an easy high school and I think all four years were definitely mentally challenging for myself and I still struggle with it sometimes looking back but I definitely think it's made me stronger um I know I feel like you have had not just like with the moving I just feel like overall you've had such a unique like childhood high school yeah. um yeah it's kind of crazy it's definitely uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> um let's get into college um okay. what was like getting to Arizona like just like yeah kind of walk us through anything there um well, my family expected me to stay like two seconds away from home because I was such a homebody. And then when I decided to go all the way to Arizona, we were all a little shocked, but it has been the best fit for me um, academically and athletically. I mean, last year, it's your freshman year, so everything's so shiny, bright, new. Um, you're still learning. And like, it's been it's been great. And like, I had great roommate last year um she was my teammate and then this year I have three different roommates who are also my teammates um who have been great um and honestly like Arizona has just been a really good fit for me like I'm happy here I feel like it's impossible to not be happy where it's sunny all the time and you're surrounded by palm trees but honestly I do really like it here um this year's been a little challenging um just physically and mentally but um Arizona State has been great um how how has I know you're a Morgan's message ambassador how has like your mental health been how are you continuing these conversations within your community um my mental health this year has been a little challenging um so I started my season off with a concussion I was out for two weeks um and then I had been having like ongoing like stomach issues So about three weeks ago, I actually just had surgery on my stomach, um, which obviously is mentally and physically just like draining. So I'm not allowed to do anything except for walk for six weeks. And then after the six weeks, it's about another 
three to four weeks of like returning to play. Um, and you know, it, it sucks because you, you can't travel with the team. Um, so you're not getting to experience that you're not allowed to play. Um, I decided to red shirt, which like, I never thought I was going to do, but injuries were just like mentally like draining too. Like you just kind of feel like alone, but, um, my roommates have been great. My mom came down for the surgery with my sister. Um, and honestly, like, it's just been a tough year, you know, like just injury after injury. I feel like first the concussion, then the surgery, but, um, it's nice. It's honestly nice having, um, Morgan's message at ASU to help me through it because, um, my co-ambassadors are Bryn, um, Hollihan and Jenna Casol on my team. And we do monthly meetings and it just reminds me like all the slides that we're presented with from Morgan's message, like remind me that like, it's okay. Like I'm not alone. And also just like how to cope with things like that. There are resources on campus that there are people I can talk to. And like, while like Jenna, Bryn and I are like teaching others that like, we're also teaching ourselves too. Like Mm -hmm. we're not, we're not counselors, we're not mental health professionals, but it's just a, it's a, it's a reminder that it's okay if you're not okay. And I need that every once in a while, because sometimes I get down on myself, just like everyone else. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Um, I love that. Um, what, I guess, like, what would you say, what would you say has been like the thing you're most grateful for just in general um, for your last kind of like two years? Cause you, you still are kind of, I feel like high school was a lot. And then now you're in college and you're, you know, concussion and surgery and, and that's all a lot to deal with. Like what, mm-hmm. what's kind of like helping you. I know you kind of touched on it, but like, what are you most grateful for? I suppose. And what's like anchoring you. I'd say my family and my teammates. I know I've talked a lot about my family in this um, interview type thing, but (laughs) my family's great. My parents come down. If I call them and I tell them I need them, they're down here. Um, My brother was just here for a little less than a week. Um, That was great seeing him. My sister Kayla has been down here twice. Um, My other sister Grace has been down here. So they're just awesome. Like they come when I need them and they even just come just for fun. Um, And also my teammates, I, we have such a good group of girls on this team that everyone is so close with one another. Like my roommates, I'm one of my roommates, her name's Annie. She's a sophomore with me. And then we have two other roommates, Grace and Flynn, and they're juniors, um, which I feel like is somewhat normal but like not a lot of schools like kind of have different grades like intermingle and like become roommates Mm -hmm. and the the place we live at has three different like townhouses full of lacrosse girls so there's a total of 11 of us here and um 12 more are moving in next year so we're all together all the time and like we do everything together outside of lacrosse um and it's just like it's good to have a good group of friends like for once, I feel like I never really had that like friendship until I got here. Like I found my favorite people and it's my team. That's, that's amazing. Um, we're, we're like just about a time. Um, 
so I want to ask like one, one kind of final question. And I know that we like touched a little bit on it. Um, but what's like one piece of advice or one thing you wish you like could say to yourself, um, when you were struggling the most? Um, I think I would tell myself to take all the time you need to become better. There's no rush in the world. Like nothing is more important than you being mentally okay. So just take the time you need to like be better and like get better. And like, if you need to leave school, leave school. If you need to talk to someone, talk to someone. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many different ways and like everyone wants to deal with it differently, but like take the time you need, um, whatever it is. I mean, it's just really important that you're okay. So true. Could not agree more. Um, Lexi, thank you so much for coming on the mental matchup. This has been a blast and I am so grateful to have had you on to chat. Thank you for having me. Another huge thank you to Lexi for coming on the mental matchup. I am so grateful for her honesty, vulnerability, and courage and just talking about a wide array of, of different topics and their impact and influence that they've they've had on her and and just how how so many things have, you know, she's experienced in her life and how she's gotten to where she is today. Um so yes. All in all, a huge thank you to Lexi for coming on. Um, if you want to share your story, if you want to get in touch with us, you can head to morgansmessage.org. You can follow us on Instagram at the mental matchup, send at the mental matchup, send DM, whatever is easiest. Um, if you want to get in touch with Morgan's message, you can head to morgansmessage.org or follow along on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter at Morgan's message. With that, I will see you next episode.